Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is January 9th. It's Wednesday, not just any Wednesday. It's Relationship Wednesday. And I love doing Relationship Wednesday because it keeps us focused on the relationships that we have and also gives us a fresh new look, new eyes at what goes on in relationships. Because sometimes we just forget and sometimes we only think relationships are romantic relationships. But what works for one works for the other because like Christ always says, love is love is love. It is just the relationships that are different. And what's different about a romantic relationship is that there's always a choice, stay in it or not. Where with our children, with our coworkers, with our relatives, all of that, they're kind of mainstays in our lives. So talking about the relationships that we choose by choice, which are normally our romantic relationships, we need to look at them differently because we are starting brand new with someone who we have to learn. We have to get to know. And as we get to know them, we start making decisions like living with them or marrying them or bringing them into our families or introduce children to them. Blending. Maybe they may have had relationships with children as well along the way in life. So trust is huge. How far-reaching is trust? as far-reaching as you can possibly go. I never really thought purity because I always figured that if truth, love, and purity were present, then everything else is just known. But what runs truth, love, and purity? How do we get to truth, love, and purity? And Christ was just telling me it's through trust. So I wanted to know, well, if it's through trust, what do you mean by trust? What does trust mean? I mean, I know we say, I need to trust you, or I want to trust you, or I don't trust you. And then when someone says they don't trust you or implies they don't trust you, you try to prove you are trustworthy. Surely not trust. You don't have to prove trustworthiness. That's something we know. We've feel when something around you isn't working what happens is even though you may not know what it is that's not working you know something is not working you know and then as time goes on what you know starts showing up and you say I always felt that and I just thought It was something I can take. It was something I can fix. It was something I can talk about. It's an innate feeling 
that we have towards ourselves when we trust ourselves in a situation. Sometimes we're scared of a situation. We don't know who we are there. And we're like, why do I feel this way? What's going on? What am I doing? It's really interesting. But that happens to us with other people as well. So that being said, I said to Christ, well, talk to me about trust. Tell me what trust is. And he said, well, let me tell you first what trust is not. Any relationship you are in, when it comes to a romantic relationship, because, again, that's a relationship that we actually have a choice in. Without trust, the relationship will and does die because there is no energy exchange with the lack of trust. There's fear, doubt, worry, controlling, guilt. So if you're living in a place where you are experiencing fear, doubt, worry, controlling, guilt, then it is void of trust, which means there is no building block to build that relationship on. The reason I'm specifying relationships by choice, which are relationships with people we fall in love with, sometimes we don't know if we love them. We may have just been curious in the beginning. It may have been really powerful in the beginning and then kind of wanes down. It may have been really slow in the beginning and got better over time and got great over time. But they are relationships of choice. You are making a choice to be there. When people tell me they are stuck in a relationship, I always wonder, what about you is stuck there? And I also read just yesterday that most people who are hurt, and most of the time it's women that are getting hurt or killed in a relationship, is through a relationship. It's somebody they know, and either they were getting out or trying to get out because they stayed in way too long because they couldn't read the signs and they were controlled for so long that when the person who's been controlling them loses control, They hurt them in some way or want to hurt them if they can get to them. But that's the extreme. But everyday trust, what does that do inside of the relationship? And these are the things that Christ said. He said, trust is strength in every answer, situation, and conversation. And I I thought about that and I thought, Christ, That sounds so easy. Why is it so hard to establish trust? Well, if you talk to someone and they say, oh, on my way home from work, I stopped here and here and here and here, and that's why I'm late. And you don't see evidence of that being stopped there. The places he stopped, he didn't buy anything, didn't get anything, whatever it was. And you say, wow, you did all of that and, you know, you were only an hour late and did you get anything? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't find what I wanted. What happened? First thing the other person thinks is, why are they giving me so much detail? Why are they telling me that they did this, this, and this, and normally they don't? Why is it the third time it happened this week or whatever? You stop feeling trust. So now anything you talk about 
that's in your mind and you start questioning more and you're not satisfied with answers because you already felt a little bit of shaken trust right there. Situation when it's not available to the couple. If your partner called you on their way home from work, told you they're stopping at the store, asked you what you needed, um, told you when they'd be home, asked you what you're making for dinner, hey, how are the kids? Hey, how was your day? And you're just talking. What do you have? You have trust. You feel connected. There is an energy exchange. It's not vague information that doesn't answer trust. They're not answering you. And when you question someone, you're not questioning them, you're questioning trust. Really think about that. We love people. If the components that exist in that person, how they trust, how they love, how they care, how they don't care, how they get upset, how they come to you when something isn't right, or they need to ask you questions, you start learning that, that assumption of trust from the beginning now is getting either questioned or strengthened. So if it's getting questioned, that's when we start thinking, am I in the right place or not? Is this something that the person does time? Because if it is, it's going to really be hard to stay here. And that's where the getting to know you part is so huge when you meet people in relationships of choice, marriages of choice. Give yourself time, as beautiful as it is, as fun as it is in the beginning. Of course it is. But where are you going? And those little markers that you feel in the beginning like, Wow, he's really complaining about his ex. Or wow, she really demonized her ex. Oh, he was the worst. Oh, my God. Because sometimes when a woman starts talking about how bad her life was before she got to you, one day you will be that story. And deep inside we know that. Some men take it on as a challenge to make your life the best it's ever been and make up for everything everyone's ever done for you. And that's a big load to take on. So really listen, because trust is a lot of those questions. It brings about really valid solutions in every situation you're in. And when you have a conversation You feel clean. You feel like, wow, I can breathe down to my toes with this person. When I sleep next to them at night, I can rest. I remember having a relationship a while back, but I can't forget that relationship. When I wasn't with him, the things he said weren't lining up, and it would drive me crazy because I'd be like, wait a minute, how did he say that? He told me this a week ago, and it wasn't even big stuff. It was these little, I want to say spinning plates, just swirling around, 
kind of staying steady, not really moving. But over time, I realized when I wasn't with him, I was feeling anxious and upset about him. But when I was with him, it went away. I felt great. I felt like, well, he's right here and he's calm. So why am I not calm? What's going on? What's weird here? And then the test of the test of our instincts, when I would go to sleep at night and I would be next to him, I would spin in my sleep like a top. I could not, I would wake up wide awake like at two o'clock in the morning and go, I am in the wrong place. What am I doing here? Why am I here? And I would literally want to get up and leave. Who's going to leave at 2 o'clock in the morning? That's like a you know, huge grandstand. So what I would do is wait. But by the time I woke up in the morning, I would be relieved that everything just seemed calm again. I didn't get that my inside, inside, inside did not trust to that level where, you know, I'm a hard sleeper. I mean, I sleep 9 o'clock. Sometimes I sleep at 8 o'clock. And I don't even know what hit me until I wake up in the morning. So for me to wake up and spin like a top was really disheartening. But I didn't want it true. But what happened in that relationship? When he talked, even when I tried not to listen because I couldn't take one more spinning plate, I stopped hearing him because I knew what he was saying wasn't true. And he actually had no reason to lie or try to do anything around me, but yet he did. And I realized that when tells you who they are, believe them. When they tell you, I hope I never lie to you, know that they have a problem lying. Not that you're special and they hope they're never going to lie to you. And the fact that they told you that makes you feel like you can trust him, which I did. Know that that's a different sign, that that you're going to go down a different road. And you'll find out why, because my inner, inner, inner instinct knew what took me time to catch up to because I didn't want to know. I really liked him. I really believe that love can heal us. And I know I healed him and his family to a point, but I can only take them as far as they could have gone. But it was at the expense of myself long-term. And I knew it, but again, I did not want it to be true. And then my friend who's now, she passed away in August, on August 11th, Dr. Mihoko, she wanted me to drive her to the airport out of all of our friends. And it turned out she wanted to talk to me. And she said, Nadia, man, you are just going to have more examples 
of why you shouldn't be there. I'm just telling you now, I have nothing against him, but I'm telling you this isn't right for you. You will never, ever rest with such a soul. And I didn't even tell her details, but she could see it. And, and, and Dr. Mihoko had been married three times. Twice, and she's never had children, but she was married three times in her last. She said, I had to kiss a lot of frogs to find my prince. So she's had a lot of experience in this and said to me, it's going to work. You may want it to, but I can tell you right now, you're going to have more and more examples of this silliness that you're way past in your life. You're not there to repeat yourself over and over again. And I heard her. But I didn't want to hear her. I felt sorry for him. I wanted to show him there's another way. And so Christ says this morning, trust is a bridge for truth, love, and purity to be spoken and lived. And I couldn't help but remember that relationship because all of these things Christ said were missing. Trust is a bridge for truth, love, and purity to be spoken and lived. So we never got to truth, love, and purity. I thought we were there, and I walked in with it. But in truth, there wasn't enough trust for us to even get there. It looked like we were there because he would say it in words, but his behavior did not match his words. And then as time went on, his words did not match his words. See why such a great person in my heart and in my mind wasn't able to sustain any relationship in his life to date. And I realized that No matter who you are, when you walk into a relationship, no matter how much you know, each relationship will only go as far as the trust the relationship can bear. So if you have a lot of trust in a relationship, you believe the answers you're getting, you enjoy the situations you're in, when you have a conversation, you can take a next step because there are no instinctive, weird feelings and questions. Because this is the third thing Christ said about trust. Trust breaks the barriers of vulnerability. When there is trust, we no longer feel vulnerable. When we don't feel vulnerable, We can get past the spinning, actually build relationships, build memories that we enjoy, build memories that when we think about them, we strengthen with that person. It is amazing, amazing how far-reaching trust is. You cannot even get to truth, love, and purity without it. Think about that. And that happens everywhere. If you're in a job 
and the owner takes care of the people in the company. He builds trust. When he builds trust, those employees are good to each other, and they have trust. And if they have trust, if they're working with the public, the public has trust. If the public has trust, the company grows and continues to grow and continues to grow. And that is why when we walk into any place of business, and they have been there for 100 years or 50 years or 40 years or even 15 years, we know something is working in that environment, and we instinctively want to be a part of it. And it's the same thing in relationships, because trust breaks the barriers of vulnerability, which allows each person in the relationship to be themselves. If you are in a relationship and you cannot be yourself, Get out of the relationship because being yourself is the biggest marker of a place to stay. If you cannot unfold and feel loved or unfold and feel like that person can accept you, see what happens. And if that person can accept you and you can accept yourself there, and you both have this trusting environment where you can grow to the next step, you will continue to thrive and have energy exchanges. Because when you have to hide half of you or a third of you or a few things about you, those things are going to create a wedge between you and yourself, let alone what's going to happen with you and the other person. Because if you can't trust in your own world, in your own mind, that you're okay there, then you will not be okay there. And I know it sounds so logical, but I can't tell you, like, holy moly, how many people have come to me, how many times I did it in the past, the world. I can change the world. But the person with you has to want to. So then I found out, okay, We can all change the world, but why doesn't the world change? Because people haven't grown to that yet. We need trust. We need to know that we can go to the next step. And what's happened to us is we've learned to live in that lack of trust for so long that it's actually normal to us. And because it's normal to us, we say, yeah, you know, he's okay, better than nothing. Better than nothing. Imagine someone describing the relationship with you that way. Even if you don't hear it, you will feel it. Better than nothing. I heard a man tell me, one, there's enough right in her to keep her. I cringed to the core. Every time I saw her after that, I couldn't even be around them. Because I felt like I was watching a fake relationship that was going to just end one day. Talk to them individually, but when I saw them together and I knew how he felt, and he was just telling me that as a friend, I was not working with them or helping them. And I was never able to think of him 
ever as a partner to anyone. I would have never introduced him to someone. I would have never brought that energy knowingly into a place where somebody wants to go in and grow because he will not be able to accept someone completely and be with them. And the fact that he was able to do that made me think that something will always be missing for this person. Far-reaching, far-reaching. Keep thinking of that word, far-reaching. Trust is the backbone of every single thing you do or you don't do, one way or the other. If you don't feel it, don't proceed. Because one day you're going to have to wake up and say to yourself, I can't stay here. Every single thing around me told me I was in the wrong place, except when I was with him. When we did separate and go our separate ways, he said to me, which I thought was very interesting, and it was a by-the-way statement, and it was probably one of the few honest things he did say. He said, wow, it's harder to keep someone if they go back home. Because I I knew I would never live with him or marry him. I knew that. I also knew that and stayed. I mean, there couldn't have been another sign. But I did not want to believe it. That is how amazing us wanting to try is in us. But let's take a look at what we're trying for. We only get so much time here on earth. How much time? Do you want to spend in a place where trust doesn't exist? The last thing that Christ said is that trust is an open door for energy exchange. And that's the only thing that will keep any relationship alive. If there's no energy exchange, there is no relationship, period, anywhere. If you hate where you go every day, where you go every day will change just through attrition. You just won't, there'll be a day you just won't go back. Today's show is to ask yourself how well you let trust represent your feelings in a relationship. Because I got to tell you, when you have trust, you no longer have to think about this relationship being right for you or not, this relationship ending or not, all that goes away into a, hey, no matter what happens, we'll figure our way in it and out of it. Hey, let's face this now. Let's go on this trip. Let's a world. Because trust is the strength in every answer, situation, and conversation. It is the only bridge that can take us to truth, love, and purity. And when the signs are there, I, I, I couldn't have had another sign between my son, Dr. Mihoko, my own feelings, waking up in the middle of the night, knowing the day I walked in that house, I would never, ever live there. All of that. But because our initial meeting was so powerful, I kept giving it a chance because he just, He didn't know what he didn't know. And there was no way I could tell him. 
There was no way. I had no basis to tell him what he needed. He couldn't hear it because it was too painful for him to hear. But if he was able to face that pain and hear it, he may have gotten to a place where he trusts himself enough to trust someone else. But he was never going to trust me. He, had, he did not have that component in him for himself. So I was never going to get that. Amazing. Trust, trust, trust. It's a huge building block. You guys, I'm already done today. I can't believe it. I'm not even going to say it because I say it every time. But boy, what a fast five minutes that was. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Team Thursday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.